as we know that today the gospel talks about the temptation. I will go over the reading real fast, bits of points, but I'm going to take one point to talk about it towards the end. Adam's temptation was reversed in Jesus' temptation. And the devil goes out to tempt people, but in this case, it was Christ who went to confront the devil in the desert. It was fitting that the devil be defeated in that same human flesh in whose death he had glory, glorified. In the 40 days, he provided a pattern of our fasting. He showed us how to fast. Jesus' temptation was of our intersection, instruction. Jesus did whatever he was, it was necessary for our salvation by both acting and being acted upon because he acted with the, with the devil, and the, the devil acted upon him. The devil was disturbed and feared most that after he had filled the world with, world with sin, there would, not, would there now come someone to take away the sins of the world. It was precisely when Christ hungered that the devil made his move to tempt him. By hunger, he participates fully in our human condition except for sin. And the devil begins with the temptation to indulge the belly. By this same means, he cast out the first man. And by this means, many are still casted down. In following, Jesus followed. The Lord did not show weakness, but patience. In leading, the devil did not show strength, but pride. In the wilderness, the Lord had humbled the Hebrews through hunger and fed them with the manna, but they might, but they might know that one does not live by bread alone. By the word, not bread alone, we are fed for life with God. That by which Adam was tempted, food did not succeed in tempting Christ that the devil sought to lead the Lord from the highest to the lowest things to the lowest things by setting him on the pinnacle of the temple. And Jesus dealt with the three temptations. Those three temptations as are such, gluttony, pride, and greed. Gluttony by the food, pride by, you know, worship, uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, for, you know, fall down, fall, fall down and God will take care of you, and greed, I will give you all of this if you worship me. All three are summarized, summarized the one temptation of Adam. Adam was tempted by all of these, and he fell, of course. Every promise of the devil is naturally unreasonable. Why? For he could not give everything to one person, unless he took everything away from everybody else. And if he took everything away, he would be adored by no one. He comes to me and promises me I'm going to give you everything. And he does this to each and each one of us. And of course, he is a liar because he cannot do this. He cannot give me something, everything, unless he take it from you and vice versa and so on. Okay, then Jesus was led. This is the, the verse that I'm going to talk about it for like three minutes. Then Jesus was led, was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. The text here says, then. Then what? Then happened after what? Like you heard me talking to the kids now. He was baptized. And right after the baptism, 
he went to the wilderness and started fasting. So after the baptism. And in Matthew 3.16, other than today's reading, it says this, When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So he was led by whom? This is a marvelous thing. All of this was led by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to read the, the, the verse again one more time. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. For it says Jesus was led up by the Spirit. All this was to give us instruction. Our Lord Jesus does, does whatever is necessary for our salvation by both acting, like I mentioned before, and acting, being acted upon. He submitted himself to being led up there to wrestle against the devil. Now we should not be troubled after our baptism. We too have to endure great temptation. Right after the baptism, he was tested, and we, after the being baptized, being tested every day and will continue to be tested. We should not be treated. We should not treat this as un unexpected, but continue to endure all things in a noble way, as though it were it were happening in the natural course of things. This is the normal thing and continue to be. We should be ready to face temptation. Why? Because it's going to happen. Like I mentioned before, Adam's temptation was reversed. For since Adam met with luxury when he was created, when God created him, he put him directly in luxury. He put him directly in, in, in the paradise. And through deception, he destroyed and was deteriorated to a lower and worse case. It was necessary that the Spirit lead Christ into the wilderness in order to weaken the devil's force by someone greater in strength, Lord Jesus himself. So he fasted for 40 nights and 40 days and was led by the Spirit. With the words of St. Matthew the Evangelist, he added to be tempted by the devil. He was led and he continued to say he was tempted by the devil. He, sh he shows that Jesus himself was led by the Spirit, not as a subordination. He was not subordinate to the Spirit. Jesus was not subordinate to the Spirit on the command of a superior. He, was he is referring not only to one who is led under one's power, but also to one who accepts someone reasonable instruction. It's, it's deep talk, it's deep words. Simply, God, as we know, he's the three persons, the God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are equal, but three persons, but they are equal. Nobody is superior than other, one of not superior than the other, but they work together in harmony. When he was led by the Holy Spirit, Jesus the Son, the Word, he goes, he went with the Holy Spirit to fulfill this, to fulfill this temptation. Jesus was led to the, to, to the devil to be tempted. Note that the devil goes out to people to tempt them. And in this way, in this time, Jesus himself went to the devil to being tempted by him. He went to the devil like to, to charge him. And since the devil could not go against Christ, it was Christ who went against the devil. So, 
The journey into the desert, the 40 days, the fast, the hunger, <clears throat> and the temptation by Satan, and the Lord's responses, all these are full of the effects of the great heavenly guidance. All this was prepared, and all of this was, was pre-made, pre pre-thought, guidance with God the Father, of course. The fact he was led into the desert signifies the freedom of Christ and the Holy Spirit to permit the occasion of temptation and to defeat Satan. Like I mentioned, they work together, the Son and the Holy Spirit, which the, tempt which the tempter would not have had, have had unless he had been given, meaning how we know that Jesus will defeat, will defeat Satan unless they really get together and this temptation happens and the responses happen this way. So it has to happen. There was in the devil, therefore, suspicious, suspicion and suspicious fear, but no knowledge of the true identity of the one being suspected. Devil, the devil all the time did not know that this is Jesus, the Son of God. He was asking him, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to be bread. If, till the end, if he knew that this is the Son of God and he was sure 100%, none of this have happened and crucifixion was not happened and the salvation would not, would not have happened. Till the last moment, the devil did not, was not sure that this man, Jesus, is also God, the Son of God. Um, the devil was moved. When did he start moving? He was moved the, the moment that Jesus felt the hunger, or said that I'm hungry. He had knowledge of the poured out water. In the past, Moses brought water out of the, of the rock. And he, the Lord God, I mean, he left the people in the wilderness for 40 days to, to tempt them and to, 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 uh, to make them feel the hunger so he can send them the manna, so he can show his mighty work. He was alarmed, the devil, but not certain that Jesus, whom he considered to be a man, he acted without careful, without being careful, knowing that What's going to happen? The, con the consequences, what's going to happen, the devil didn't know. Like he had tempted Adam dece and deceived him, led him to death. He was also asking and checking if Adam is going to fall, fall or not. It is fitting because the devil, devil weak, uh, wickedness and the, de and the evil deed, and his evil deeds, that he has to be defeated by the same humanity. The same humanity that he brought down is the same humanity that's what Jesus came. He defeated the devil one more time. It was the devil who, who envied God's gifts to humanity. Remember I told you that Adam was received in, in luxury before the temptation of Adam. He was unable to understand God's being present in the human being. But his temptation indicates how sinister are the devil's attempts, especially against those who have been sanct sanctified for, the, for eagerly desires victory over the saints. So again, one more time, I'm gonna repeat this. I'm gonna close over here. Right after Jesus was baptized, when he went and start being hungry, the temptation start happening. So this is gonna happen to us all the time. I'm repeating myself one more time, that because we are the sons of, and, and daughters of God, because we were baptized, because now we are called to be saints, the devil will never allow this to continue and will never be happy with this. He will come 
and tempt every one of us as much as he can, as strongly as he can. Be ready. Be ready steadfast. Be strong because we have the backbone that will, will, will comfort us, will give us the strength to, you know, to beat him up, <laughs> if we can, if this word is, is, is true. To be strong, this is what we have to take all the time. And glory be to God forever. Amen. We want to thank you so much for listening to St. Basil's podcast. We hope that you have gained spiritually from our remarkable speakers, and we appreciate your support towards this podcast. St. Basil American Coptic Orthodox Church is looking to purchase a home, and we would love for you to be a part of our community. We are looking to raise funds towards this novel mission, Orthodoxy in an American Context within the San Diego area. You may donate online through our website, www.stbasil.net, that's www.stbasil.net, or click on the link below and it will take you to our donations page. You may also mail in your contribution at the address located on our website. We thank you for any contribution, and may our Lord Jesus Christ always bless your heart and home.